Good morning, Central Mississippi. You've tuned in to The Realist Show on radio, your daily dose of reality radio. This is The Clay Edwards Show, the free-range human show of choice. I am Clay Edwards. Welcome in. I'm live in the Mack Hike of Flowood, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram Studio out here at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza in Florida, Mississippi. I will be joined here shortly by DarkHorsePressNow.com's very own Miss Therese April, and uh, looking forward to that. We'll bounce a lot of things off Therese, see what she's been up to. Uh, she was covering a big press conference last Tuesday and couldn't make it. Apparently, the uh, Justice Department or U.S. Attorney, whichever one it was, had made some big arrests in Jackson concerning drugs and gang activity and whatnot so therese went and covered that and hey we're always in support of people getting arrested in jackson mississippi however i have lost a little bit of interest in it if uh, one of them ain't chakwe into or lumumba so whenever and i told therese that whenever uh whenever they perp walk chakwe you'll see clay down there filming i will um knock the dust off the old press badge which i do not have one actually but in theory and i uh, go down there and do some pressing. All right. If you guys want to chime into the show, the Guns and Gear text line, 769 241 1944. The Clay hotline, 601-879-0002. Hey, business owners, that phone line is available for sponsorship. It uh, gets a lot of coverage up here get your name heard half dozen dozen times a show just like the guns and gear text line uh email me clay at wyab.com but it's uh there's a commitment involved so we're gonna try it for a week see how it works kind of stuff but uh if you're if you're if you want to get your brand out there that's a way to do it all right i've got a bunch of stuff i want to hit on today there's this sextortion thing that's uh, happened up in Starkville where a young man lost his life by uh, being catfished. And we're gonna, I want to get to that, but I want to wait on Therese to get here and talk about that with her. Uh, let's see. Let's start with this. How about Marjorie Taylor Greene coming out yesterday and talking about a national divorce? And this is something that's been going on in conservative circles for a while now. We've been saying this. We have been saying a national divorce is probably going to be the only thing that salvages us from a kinetic civil war. And I still don't know that uh, it doesn't happen. But I agree. I mean, I think the more they try to shove these liberal policies down our throats, pun intended, that the further removed from us ever being able to meet in the middle we become. And that is just my opinion on that. And it is what it is. I just have no interest in meeting in the middle with a bunch of people who thinks it's okay to cut off children's private parts and gender affirmation surgery, sexual reassignment surgery, any of that stuff. And, um, I've actually got a little story here. I'm not gonna read the whole story. We're just gonna we're just gonna do the headline because <clears throat> I don't remember my Daily Wire 
log in to actually read the whole story. And y'all don't tune in to hear me read. But this is uh, on Matt Walsh's Facebook this morning. Apparently, there's a new mandate coming. They're calling it the, well, we're calling it the mutilation mandate. A proposed Biden rule will require hospitals that get government funding to offer gender affirming care. Here's a little quick synopsis. It says, now the America, now the American taxpayer is about to foot the bill for children and young people to remove their uteruses in August the Biden administration published a proposed rule that would require hospitals to provide gender transition or gender affirming care, i.e. chemical castration and surgeries that mutilate the human body for no medical reason. And under the Biden rule, insurers must pay for this. There's no age floor, meaning the regulation applies to children. Yeah, look, I don't want to live in that America. I do not want to live in that America. Better yet, I do not want you living in that America with me. If you are for this, if you are for children being able to have this done, I am for you being chemically castrated. Not even chemically. Let's just do it the hard way. Get the knives. Get the knives. I look ridiculous in the studio doing that. I saw myself in the mirror. But I mean it. I mean, to the guillotines. Or is it the gallows? The guillotine, whatever. If you are for that, and look, I am for adults being able to do it. Especially if you wake up and you want to, gosh, dang, sometimes I wish I was still just doing a podcast so I could say exactly what I want to say. If you wake up and you want to, Sexually reassign yourself, uh, climate change yourself, by all means, boo-boo, get you out the gene pool. We do not need you reproducing anymore. Your bloodline is one and done. I'm fine with that. I ain't got no problem with that. I'll hold the door open for you. Come on in. Get what you're here for. Ain't that a commercial around here? I know who it is. I don't want to tag. I don't want to say their name in it. Uh, no, you've lost your minds. Yeah, we're going to have to have a national divorce or a civil war, one or the other. Can't do this. We can't do this anymore. Let's see here. Man, we got a text on the Guns of Gear text line. It says, as long as the procedure only goes like it did in Django, I'm cool with it. <laughs> let's see here hopefully i heard the number correct and i reached the clay edwards show text line yes unknown texture you got the number correct shoot me a text all right y'all call in i want to hear your opinions on this how does america get out of this that that's my big question here how does all this end i had a fella stop by the dealership yesterday just to shoot the breeze with me shout out to him this morning and we didn't even get into this crazy talk. We got to talking about all this money. And he, he, he runs a, owns a landscape architecture business. And he was just talking about how hard it is to get people to do the physical labor. He's got, he's got a one guy, a two guy, and a three guy. The one guy is the, is the boss. The two guy is the underboss. And the third guy is basically push a wheelbarrow and throw some stuff around. He said it is so hard now to get that number three guy to do any work. 
that it's absolutely impossible to find a solid, just good general laborers. And I said, man, you know, it's funny you say that. I said, I sold a, tr- uh, uh, a truck to a, a Mexican fellow Saturday. And I asked him how long he had been here. He's like 11 years. I said, what kind of work you do? He's like construction. I said, man, I want to ask you a question. I said, in your opinion, have Americans gotten lazy? And he, you could tell it like he may have thought I was trying to set him up on a gotcha question or something. I wasn't. I was just curious what he what he thought. And he was like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I agree, 100%. We have gotten absolutely lazy. There's an entire generation of Americans who would rather sit back and get welfare that that comes up to, what, about $10 an hour, minimum wage, something like that, than they would get off their butts and go work. And me, and, uh, me and the guy that stopped by yesterday just kind of came to the conclusion that it's going to take something like a Great Depression-type recession, a Dust Bowl-type recession, for make people have to get off their butts and go find out what it takes to fight for every scrap your family gets on the table, for every drop of milk that goes into your baby's mouth, for every stitch of clothing on your skin. These government handouts got to stop. Let's take a call from Derek. Hey, Derek, you're on there. Hey, buddy, how you doing? I'm good. I always remember um, the tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of <clears throat> patriots and tyrants. So it's going to come to that point. I, I hate to say that this morning on the radio show, but it's going to come to the point. We want to take up arms against our government. Yeah. And that's, why the, and that's why the Second Amendment is, you know, the Second Amendment is there. Well, we're going to have to hope. We're going to have to hope that there's some people on the inside that got our backs in the military because – they got they got weapons that we can't fathom with our with our uh, with our AR-15s. Well, they said the same thing in Vietnam too, and the most powerful weapon in Vietnam was a was a was a Vietcong uh, with a bicycle and a stick going down the Ho Chi Minh Trail. So it can be done, my friend. It can be done. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Believe no, me. I agree. Yeah, I agree. You're you're right. Yeah, you know, look at look look at the urban warfare over there in the Middle Eastern countries. Yeah, you know. Like I said, one man fighting for his home is more powerful than a thousand soldiers fighting a fool's cause. You, you, you understand? Absolutely. I'm, I'm down to die for mine. Are you? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I, what else? I mean, what else is there left? I mean, got to be better than this, <laughs> right? That's you ever heard anybody coming back to complain from death? Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, with these soldiers out there, they're supposed to be on our side. They're supposed to be defending Americans. If it comes down. Are you are you willing to kill me for yours? Because I'm willing to die for mine, and I'm willing to kill you for mine if I have to. Yeah. Oh, of course, of course. And see what they're doing with all this re- gender reassignment stuff. This all—it's it, a convenient plot point for them because it helps further their depopulation agenda, their sterilization agenda. People are too dumb to realize that they're sterilizing you right in front of your face and, and calling it the law. I mean that. I saw this on movies back in the '80s where they would sterilize people, and and it was it, it seemed like a dystopian future. It wasn't 1984 or something else. I don't even remember what it was. It may have been Spaceballs, actually. I can't remember, but I just remember the scene where they were sterilizing people, and they were like on a conveyor belt system. And that's and that's exactly what it's turned into. Yeah. Well, again, and if, this is why, if you're a Democrat, we have nothing to talk about. You know, well, you know, regardless of what side, of, uh, what what mindset Democrats you are, 
we have nothing to, to talk about. I've heard Democrats say, well, I don't support all that. I don't support the abortion. You support it with your silence. Okay? Silence is like, violence. Yeah, there you go. Silence is a form of consent, too. You know, that's just like me sitting back and not saying nothing about police violence. Right? Yep. About, I mean, police misconduct. You know, I can say, well, I don't believe in that. Well, if I sit there and don't say nothing about it, which I have, you know, um, then I'm, I'm a part of the problem. See? But see, Democrats can say that about police. They can say, well, all police are bad, even the ones that sit back and do nothing. Okay, all you that sit back and do nothing about these agendas that they're pushing, this forced sterilization, that's what it is. The, hey, that, as they are, too. That movie from the 80s was Ice Pirates, by the way. Where they, where they had them lined up on a conveyor belt, uh, chemi- uh, castrating them. So mm. that that was the movie. I knew I had that in my head. Shout out to Lane for uh, answering that question for me. When you look at the gender reassignment stuff, as well as with the hormone blockers, it's pretty much what they're doing. Yep. All right, Derek. Got to take a break, brother. Great phone call. Uh-huh. Yep. All right. Going to take a break here real quick. When we come back, we've got Therese April, darkhorsepressnow.com, in the studio with me. Got all kind of things I want to talk about with Therese this morning. We've had uh, two weeks to simmer on some stuff, and uh, I think we'll have some good stuff. I want to talk about some uh, stuff going on in Rankin County uh, and other. We'll be right back live in the Matt Kike Fluid Studios. This is the Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 WYA. Been necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Matt Hike of Flowood Studios out here at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza. My guest this morning is Miss Therese Apel with Dark Horse Press. Good morning, Therese. Good morning, everybody. Hey, uh, speaking of the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios, let's get a Mac Hike ad read. Let's talk about Mac Hike. I saw you out there the other day doing some videos. You've been on that. Yep, every Friday we do that. And, um, you know, they've sold a couple of cars off that because if you watch Friday at around 10 a.m., depending on how long it takes to round somebody up to do the Facebook Live with me, um, we do, you know, they, we kind of feature a car and we feature a salesperson. And so you get to meet the salesperson, but also they tell you the car they want to sell that day. And so it's funny because, you know, we see some of the best cars on the lot and some of the most unique and that kind of thing. And it's really fun for me because I've never known a lot about cars. I mean, I know I love a Dodge Charger. I know I like my Mustang when it runs, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> but um, but I've never really learned about all these different terms that people use. And so it's really fun for me. But the thing is, these guys know their stuff. Oh, yeah, they, they, they do. It's, it's been fun watching that. Look, as a car sales guy, when I see other professionals do mm-hmm. their job, it's, admir- it's admirable. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Well, look, man, they got a bunch of great specials going on out there right now. And one of the things I talk about at Nauseam a little bit is the fact that they've got this one-hour promise to get you in and out of there in an hour. Once you've done the test drive and selected your vehicle and all that, sure. get you in and out of there in an hour. And uh, <clears throat> that's a big deal. And, uh, so, and, and we just got a text, and I didn't think about it, but you can – Everyone out there, if you go buy a car from Mack Hike and you tell them you heard it on Dark Horse Press or you heard me talking about it on the radio, you can get a $500 discount on your vehicle. I like it. Make sure you say the Clay Edwards show, too. Yeah, I mean, say that, too, clearly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we because we do that, you can come in and, and say that you've heard it from us and you can get $500 off any vehicle you're trying to buy. That's awesome. I'm and, excited about it. And, look, I know they've got some huge uh, rebates and cash back things going on on certain models over there. And one of the things that happened a lot in the car business, and we're seeing the residuals of that now, and I don't mean in a good way, is people who bought at the top of the market 
2020-2021 when there yep. was a shortage and people just felt like they had to have new vehicles. They were I don't want to say people overpaid, but they paid top value at the time. It Absolutely. wasn't it wasn't overpaying yeah. at the time, but the market's adjusting and now they've sitting on a lot of negative equity. Yeah. And there's nothing the dealers could do about it then. It just was what it was. And maybe they want to trade and they're upside down. I mean, four, five, six, seven, eight thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars. And so they're stuck. Well now when you have big cash back rebates over at somewhere like Mac Hike, yeah. you can use that to dig yourself out of that hole and get back to a level playing field. Even if you still have to total a little negative equity over, if you're buying vehicle at the right price on top of the rebate, it, it becomes a much better value proposition right. for you over the term of the loan. Well, and if you're the kind of person like me that like, I like to have a different vehicle every three to five years. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, there are people who can drive the same one for hundreds of years. And I think that's awesome. And I always tell myself, this is the car I'm going to do that with, but I never do. And that that's a great situation right now, because for the first time in my life, if I sell my Mustang, I'm upside down on it. And it's just because that's, you know, I, I bought it during that time. But that deal is so helpful because I can actually think about instead of thinking, well, I'm going to drive it till the wheels fall off because I can't afford to do something with it and get a new car, um, I can absolutely just go see them and they've got something that'll help. Absolutely. So look, in and out, in and out. once you've picked out your vehicle and you sit down and you start and you agree to break bread, they're going to get you in and out of there in an hour. If, uh, if, if you're a more budget conscious customer, they can get your payments, uh, home of the three ninety nine payment. They also have some credit specialists over there. Uh, I know Abe Morris and mm-hmm. I've worked with Abe, you know, he's great at getting people financed. Uh, Corey as well. Yeah. If if you if you've had if you if your credit has hit a Jackson size pothole, <laughs> get over there and let them get it taken care of. That's right. They got some great banks that'll help you do that. And uh, tax time is a great time to do it. Let's just be honest. When you got money down, mm-hmm. it's an opportunity to get your credit back right. One hundred percent. So get over there, shop them online, MacHikeCDJRF dot com, and uh, right there. On, I keep saying Airport Road, but it's right there on Lakeland Drive at Airport Road. You right. can't miss it. It's been a Dodge dealership for twenty something years over there. So go see them. All right, Therese. Yes. Uh, do you do you have any comments on my on my first segment about this um, this chemical castration stuff on kids and any of that? Um, you know, I that's, that's a, little, a little above out of your realm. Of yeah, interest. and it's I do have thoughts about it, but it's just you know I think I'm at a place in my life where I'm kind of live and let live. Like yeah. you want to go do whatever you want to do with your life, that's fine, but. Like, don't criticize what I do with my life. And I say that because I posted something on TikTok yesterday, a video of my horse, and he had his halter on, and everybody, well, there were three or four people that were yelling about, like, why is his halter on? Well, he's turned out. That could kill him. And, you know, it's like part of me wants to be like, can you let me live and, like, take care of my horse the way I want? It's my horse. Well, you know, look, they they could say that about people who survived partying with me in the 90s and 2000s. (laughs) But did you die? That's right. So I I guess just my answer to that is that, you know, I do have opinions, but my opinion doesn't matter to anybody that's going to do that anyway. And, you know, theirs doesn't matter to me. So Yeah, you know, I just don't think we should be paying for it. Oh, yeah. No, I I don't think we should be paying for any elective surgery. Yeah. Anywhere. It's it's kind of my thing. But uh, all right. So we will we'll skip over that. Let's talk. I've been waiting for you because I think it's time for a good, tough conversation here about what we keep here. Conversation. Yeah. You know, um, about what we what's going on in Rankin County with the deputies over there and this alleged case of misconduct uh, with uh, Corey. Do you know his name off the top of your head? I think it's something Corey. Michael. um, It's Michael. Is it Parker? I think so. Hold on. 
I'm pulling up our article. If if you haven't seen it yet, it is at darkhorsepressnow.com. I had somebody ask me if we had published anything on it, and it's just because like things cycle through our website so fast. Mm-hmm. So if you can't find it, you Google, um, you can Google Rankin County deputies and Dark Horse Press, and it'll bring up a link of every article that we published with the word deputies, Rankin County deputies in it. But um, it should be there near the top. I'm doing that as we speak. We published two stories. Um, oh, hold on. I <laughs> should have already pulled this up. Sorry, yeah, guys. Sorry, I'm doing, I'm doing the same <laughs> thing. All right, here we go. Let's see here. <clears throat> got the top stories of what I'm going to roll with. It says, NBI investigating the case of a man allegedly shot by deputies. Yes. Um, there we go. Um, Michael Corey Jenkins. Okay, Jenkins. That's right. I knew I knew, I knew, it had the name Corey in there. So Michael Corey Jenkins. Uh, do you want to give people a synopsis of kind of... So what we have here, and this is uh, from the reports that are put out by Jenkins' attorneys and the witness that was there alongside Jenkins. So um, allegedly, they served what's called a knock and talk, um, which is just where you knock on the door. They open it. You ask if you can come in and talk about you know whatever. Um, they were looking for drugs. This is a place that they that the Rankin County says is a known drug house, um, allegedly, and. Apparently, when they went in there, I'm not sure the exact, you know, chronology of it, but um, these guys were handcuffed, and they claim that they were beaten and and tased, and um, civil rights violated. Right, civil rights violations for sure. If what they say is true, and in the end, um, allegedly they the deputies may have been sticking their guns in the guys' faces and in their mouths, and um, one of the guns went off. And uh, my understanding is that. Um, now we know that Michael Jenkins lived. Uh, he did lose his tongue. Um, my understanding is there was an exit wound out the back of his neck. Um, so the hard part of this is that we'd like to think this can't happen in our areas. You know, we watched what happened in Memphis and that was really upsetting for everyone, you know, and in this case, um, it's very upsetting for us too, because, you know, we like to have faith in our our local law enforcement, um, if these allegations are true, it's a big deal. When, when did, timeline, I'm just looking, it looked like it happened on January 25th. Yeah, the 25th was when, well, the 24th is when it happened. The 24th. 25th is when he went to the hospital. That's I think. What, um, so what, was he arrested after this? Yes, both of them were charged. Yes. Um, and I believe he was, again, let me just pull up my article because I wrote it a week ago. Um but he was charged with, I want to say maybe resisting. Let's see. Jenkins was charged with assaulting an officer and drug possession, and Parker was charged with possession of paraphernalia and disorderly conduct. So, I mean, apparently, according to those charges, we can assume that there may have been drugs in the residence, which is what the deputies expected yeah. to find. You know, because my stance, and I, I spoke on it the other day because, you know, with pro-law enforcement as we are here, I'm also not going to just stick my head in the sand and pretend stuff isn't going exactly. on. Exactly. You can't do that. So I just said to this, I said, until the investigation is complete, I'm just going to go with he after around, he found out, you know, and if I'm wrong, I'll retract my statement. Yeah. You know, and, and that, but that's my stance on it. If he resisted, great. But it, I, I was, I will say this, it doesn't look good. And the, the hard, because how, how does the gun go off? In the, in, right. in the mouth. Right. How do you get shot in the mouth on accident? And that's the thing. You it's know, a bad look. Yeah. It's it's almost like there are pieces of this that um, 
And, and I, I mean, of course, my job is to stay completely objective. So there are pieces of this that if they are true, this is a very serious situation. Yeah. Um, and so when I, if, if you were to ask me a stance on it, um, my stance is if the allegations are true, um, then there are some people who need to face justice. Yeah. You know, I've heard some rumors and they're just that, uh, you know, that there could be some some pretty intense protest in Brandon. Yeah. Or Rankin County in general, but Brandon is the seat of the county. It's the county seat, so and that's where the sheriff's department is. Yeah, you know, I've, you know, I've heard that some uh, <clears throat> we'll call them violent groups. Yeah. you know, could be could be coming to protest at some point. You know, I don't think I'm going to dangle the date out there because I don't want to counter protest. I don't want to be a part to firing that machine up. Yeah, but you know, but it, I say all that to say that it's crap rolls downhill. Yeah. And that's what you that's what you're unfortunately probably going to see happen. Well, and what I'm concerned about to be honest is that, you know, we've seen the protests in Rankin County. Um there was one where it was just some basic, you know, like the people came out to protest the statue and then they prayed. They prayed on the microphone. They preached, you know, it was it was very much the definition of a peaceful protest. Um, but we have seen, you know, people get confrontational during that. And then there was, I got video of two ladies that got in a fight because one lady put a megaphone in the other lady's face. And so they all started punching. Um, I'm concerned about if those other, it's funny if, if these big groups come in, like they say they're going to, I also know that here in Mississippi and in Rankin County, we're like, don't come to my house raising a stink. You know, I'm I'm concerned about um, the safety of our officers, the safety of the protesters, that kind of thing. If if this happens, oh yeah, yeah, it's going. If it pops off, if BLM and the Black Panthers and all that bunch come in, as as the rumors are circulating, um, the the good old boy network ain't going to just sit back and be idly uh, sit back and do nothing. Right, and and the thing is. I realize when I say this, there are so many people that like to say things like, you're just a liberal, aren't you? No, I'm somebody who has seen entirely too much chaos and death in my life. And there is a part of me that's like, look, we're all from Mississippi here. We're all from Rankin County here. We all know we don't like somebody coming on our turf and telling us how to live. On the other hand, can we sit this protest out? Um, Can, you know, the the people that might want to show up for it, you have every right to. But on the other hand... um, how do we keep from um, adding to the chaos? Uh, yeah, in this in this era, yeah, and with the with the years and years and years of the don't come over here to Rankin County. Yeah, you, you f around, you find out if you come over here, and it's, it's, it's one with a badge of honor, mm-hmm. you know, and deservingly so. I mean, I mean, I, we've I love got it. some gr- like Rankin County has some great Absolutely. deputies, and I've ridden with several of them. Um, I can say, and and it's worth saying, full disclosure, I've been in. So many Rankin County vehicles riding, doing ride-alongs and doing stories. Um, and, and I think the world of most of those guys. Yeah, and I agree 100%. And my fear is what something like this opens up is this. There's been a bubbling undercurrent for years from, well, I'm just going to I'm just gonna say it, mm-hmm. black folks in, you know, in and around Rankin County, Jackson, that if they came over there, that you know, to hear them say it, they're – they're profiled and they're messed with differently and this, that, and the other. And if you give them what's going to feel like a free pass to come over here and act out because of something that was actually done wrong, if that's the case, um, it just opens up the door for stuff like that. And the people, I, the people I know in Rankin County aren't going to sit back and just let it happen either. 
Right. You know, so it just creates an opportunity for a bad situation that none of us want to see happen. I think as bad as the situation is, and let's let's go ahead and say this, too, because a lot of people are confused, but we're very lucky that Mr. Jenkins didn't die. Yeah, um, I'm, I hate what happened to him, and I'm really glad he's still with us. Um, but that said, um, it's it's interesting to to watch how this is unfolding because in the end, I, I'm afraid the fallout is more destructive than what happened, what kicked it off. Now, not to him. To him, this is definitely the worst day of his life that this happened, and I don't blame him a bit. But there is a part of me that's afraid of what comes next. Well, and, and what it what it does for. And again, I'm not jumping on the they they were in the wrong until it's proven out, and I know you're the same way. And until it's proven innocent, until proven guilty, I know people just do not like to hear that anymore. But what I hate is it really doesn't matter once the court of public opinion has made up its mind. It's going to make it so much harder on the law on the Rankin County deputies and Rankin County law enforcement in general moving forward. Yeah. You know, it's like, because now there's just this, I've said it before on the show, There's the media has, has done a great job over the last few years of convincing black folks that every time they get pulled over that their life is in danger. And then you get a situation like this that just throws gas on that fire. It's not going to help the situation at all, Re- regardless of who was in the right, who was in the wrong. The the, the Jenkins side of the uh, of this has, has been out there in front of the media giving their message. And we hadn't heard much from from the other side, because they're letting the investigation play out. I get right, all that. Right. They but, can't say anything at this point. And, and they can't. But but the Jenkins side is winning the media battle with, well, with this. Well, and, and the fact is, and, and just, again, you can tell this is hard for me to talk about, because there's stuff that I know that I can't say. Sure. Um, and in the end, I think it comes back to um, the Jenkins side is able to talk. And that's important. They're winning um, the court of public opinion is what I'm trying right, to say. Not right. The media side. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, they are able to talk and they are able to get their message out there. And, um, you know, I, th- I think it comes down to if they weren't able to talk, how long would it go before we don't know? Because I, I mean, with as much as I know, I didn't find out about it for weeks. Yep. So. All right, Tress, I, I, I'm glad we hit that. I feel like we owe it to folks to hit that kind of stuff, whether we want to or not every now and then. Yeah. And uh, we'll sit back and we'll see how it all shakes out. Absolutely. All right, let's take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Join live in the Mac Hike of Flowwood Studios by Therese Apel with DarkHorsePressNow.com. Let's come back and talk about, have you heard about this sextortion suicide up in Starkville? Yes, I have heard something about it. Let's talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back yep. in to the Clay Edwards Show. Live in the Matt Kike of Flowood Studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by Lakeland Glass and Tent. Get over there and see Jason Anderson and the team for all of your home, car, and auto window tinting needs. They also tent, not tent, I'm sorry. They also replace windshields, handle mm-hmm. all your automotive glass needs, as well as vehicle wraps and more. Yeah. So they could do it all. And that, and just vehicle wraps either. Like I keep saying, like there's a picture of me and Jason Anderson uh, from their Christmas party. They got a whole wall wrapped with the Lake, Lake and Glass and Tent logo. Yeah. You know, if you got a business with a big showroom or whatever, big car dealership I and mean, whatever, man, you can get that whole wall wrapped uh, and make it, you know, branding. It's all about branding. Absolutely. Let them help brand your business. They can do all that right there at Lakeland Glass and Tent. You can start online at lakelandglassandtent.com. Or just go see them at their Lakeland Drive location for all your windshield repair needs uh, and the Flowood Drive location over there across from Merritt Health 
at uh, for your window tinting and vehicle wrap needs. All right. Good deal. Therese. Yes. So, sad story here out of Starkville. Um, I've got the Fox News article pulled up here. If I can get it to play without having to run an ad first. Yeah. Uh, or let, we'll let it run its ad here real quick. Well, if you want to turn the ad down, I saw something about this the other day, too. Yeah, it's just kind of spinning here. But, all right, so criminal charges are coming. It's just running the ad. So we'll talk for a second. Yeah. Uh, a kid up in Starkville uh, got catfished and uh, got talked into, you know, sharing a nude for a nude. So he shared his first. And then the other person, Black Bottom, said, you got to give me $1,000. I'm going to post this to all your school people or online and this, that, and the other. And um, he decided uh, that suicide was easier than public humiliation. I've got an interview with his dad pulled up here now. We'll just kind of run through this. It looks That's like good. it's about this is about five minutes. We're not going to play the whole thing. Let's just kind of get the synopsis of it sure. here. When you... If we can get it to work. <laughs> Stand by. Technical difficulties. So cyber criminals are posing as young girls and convincing boys to send them explicit images. And then once the criminals secure the pictures, that's when they pounce and threaten to send them to the boys' friends and family for money. Brian Montgomery lost his 16-year-old son, Walker, to suicide after he was a victim of this type of sextortion plot. And he joins us now. I'm sorry for your loss, Brian. And I would love to hear a little bit more about Walker and what you found after you lost him that led you to understand that this was what was happening to him behind the scenes. Yeah, thanks, Dan. I appreciate you having us. Yeah, I mean, I think the the message here is Walker is just like any other kid. You know, he was loved football, loved the outdoors, loved his family. Um, you know, and, and the tendency, I think, is that people automatically think that this – a kid, obviously, like we did, like we didn't know about what happened when we found him, and we were lost and didn't understand. And so, once we figured out that Walker was just a normal kid, just like every other kid, I mean, he and and the FBI is pretty good at figuring out what's on a person's phone, and the phone is probably the best reference of who they really are. There was nothing in Walker's history there that showed that he had any issues other than any other sixteen-year-old boy would. Um, and so, what people, was the um, what was the, when you found when when you then look into the phone? After he passed, um, mm-hmm. what was the scam? If you could explain that to people. Yeah, the, the scam was they send a message. They, in this case, they use Instagram. They send a message and say, hey, you know, I know somebody, you know, pretending to be a young girl. And I mean, obviously a very attractive girl. And, and this particular one was a little more advanced in that they tried. They got they convinced Walker to open a, um, a video chat kind of like a FaceTime like we're on right now within Instagram. Well, uh, that proceeds to follow nudity between Walker and this person he thinks is just a regular girl that he thinks he has some connection to. And on the other side of that, they're actually videoing Walker. Mm-hmm. And so my best way to describe it is imagine a very embarrassing sexual you know, event for yourself or anybody in the audience, and that's on video for everybody to see. So... That led, obviously, once once that was over with, they came right back to Walker asking for $1,000. And, and, and the information we collected shows that it, the, the pressure Walker was under was unbearable uh, to the point that 
during this exchange, Walker finally tells them, hey, I'm going to commit suicide. I'm going to kill myself. And they respond with, go ahead, because you're already dead. And as a parent, obviously, you hear that, and it's it's heartbreaking. But I want people to understand the evil that this that this is the evil that is out there in the world that is after our kids. All right, we got, we got to take a break real quick. I'm gonna stop it there. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the top of the hour, kind of give it our thoughts on this. But I, I got it. this is too heavy. I know I'm, I want to roll this into hour two. Yeah. So stay tuned. We'll be right back here on the Clay Edwards Show with Therese April, DarkHorsePressNow.com. Breaking rules. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show, live in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios with Therese April. Yep. Hey, Therese, so yes. we got about two minutes before the top of the hour break, and I accidentally X'd out of that, but I think we got the gist of it. Yeah, we got the gist of it. There and, you know, some- and let me say something. That happens here locally. I, obviously, I'm not going to say who, but a friend of mine's, close friend of mine's daughter. Yeah. You know, so it don't happen to just boys, 12-year-old daughter. She got she got hung up, you know, doing something online, and uh, then they tried to do the same thing to her. But luckily, she ran in and crying and, you know, opened up to her parents about what happened. Yeah, and parents, you know what, that is what is so important. My parents always told me it doesn't matter what trouble you get in. Come to us. We'll get it fixed, and then we'll deal with it. And and to me, not get it fixed like anything illegal, but, you know, we'll we'll handle it. If you're drunk at a party, call us, you know, whatever. And... What that meant to me was I could trust my parents not to overreact in the moment. Yeah, I mean, oh, I've, I've had it's, it's tested my patience as an adult, but yeah. I would still rather my daughter trust me enough to know that I'm, I'm gonna come get you out of a bad situation, and we could talk about it later. Yeah, I, I'd rather you feel like you can trust me enough. I mean, I hadn't always been that way. I did blow up because you're mad and disappointed, and this, that, and the other. But I'd much rather be mad, disappointed, than sad, burying my child. Exactly. Yeah. Because the thing is, we're all human and we've all done something really stupid like that before. Yeah. Look, I implore you, if you don't do nothing else today, you've got a ch- child of a certain age, you know, that you feel like you're comfortable having this conversation with that uh, would even maybe entertain some stuff like that. Have a talk with them. Let them know what's going on. Let them know it's a scam. You know, say, hey, I'm, I'm not telling you what to do, what not to do. It's, it's it's a weird ground to walk on telling your kid to do stuff or don't do stuff online. But um just have a conversation with them let them know if they get into some stuff yeah to not to not go to the worst case scenario that to know that they can talk to you to know you won't ask any questions just make it go away right and you know with these scammers put them off a little bit and tell them i mean you know go tell the cops in the meantime yeah and i'm sure it's coming from bangkok and places like that anyway and thailand and sometimes it's not we can get to that oh let's do that all right well we'll be right back other side of the top of the hour news break declared we'll show 1039 wyb all right, welcome back in. It's hour two of the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. I'm joined here in the studios by Miss Therese Abel with DarkHorsePressNow.com. Hello, Jackson, and, and surrounding areas. And surrounding areas, <laughs> especially the surrounding areas. Uh, this segment is going to be brought to you by my friends over at Watkins Construction and Roofing. A roof repair can cause you a lot of stress. Make sure you are using a company like Watkins Construction and Roofing to take care of all your roof repair and replacement needs. Here is a five-star review. You can just go to Google. They got 568 of them. And uh, I think that speaks volumes. So let me read you one of their five-star reviews. This is from Miss Margie Jepson from about 10 months ago. It says, Watkins has a very strong reputation and deservedly so. John Allen was responsive, so nice, and followed up at every step. Good communication. Then Daniel came out with his crew, and he was fantastic. Took pictures all through the roof replacement, 
all throughout the roof replacement, worried about my flowers. They were fine. Making sure the netting was protective and was respectful, personable, and professional throughout the day. The crew cleanup was exceptional. No worries at all as my yard, driveway, front, and back doors were blown off and cleaned up. Yes, I give Watkins my highest recommendation. She sounded very satisfied. And as can you if you choose Watkins Construction and Roofing for all your roof repair and replacement needs. You can check them out online at WatkinsConstructionInc.com or just Google Watkins Construction Roofing and check out some of these great reviews for yourself. And uh, storm season is approaching. Uh, it'll be March and April and tornadoes and bad weather and all that sooner than you realize. And uh, unfortunately, roof repairs are a part of that time of the year around here. So keep Watkins Construction Roofing in mind for all your roof repair needs. And if we're going to talk about Mississippi weather and what it does to your roof, I do have to mention that um, I had a commenter on TikTok yesterday who was a cross-country trucker. And he said that they actually used to... When they were driving through Mississippi, they would stop if the weather was crazy and just, like, sit and watch it. He oh, said yeah. there's, there's no place that's weirder than the South. And so that applies. When you have a roof, you got to take care of it. you got to make sure that you're paying attention to it because our weather is weird enough that the truckers stop and watch. And truckers see a lot of weird stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm sure, like, if you're riding through the Badlands and through Oklahoma and all that where it's just wide open it, and you get to see those storms coming for – 20, 30 miles away yep. and see the whole thing. I would love to, to kind of go storm chasing up through there just oh, yeah. once. Well, I've done that a couple times um, when I was working for the TV station. That was kind of one of the things that we would do is when there was weather coming, they would send us to where we thought the actual tornado was coming through. And that was always really exciting and kind of terrifying. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Very much so. Yeah, I definitely want to do that. Um, <clears throat> hey, quick here. Uh, a friend of mine is listening, uh-huh. and she texts in on the Guns of Gear text line asking me about my testosterone replacement. Um, oh. Sherry, I will send you the, the contact info. It is hard for me to type and talk right now. So yeah. I'll send you the contact <laughs> info. Man, uh, I, did, I did a whole show about this yesterday. You know, I've started mm-hmm. testosterone replacement, and it has been a life changer for me. I'm, awesome. I'm about a month in, and I can tell you how, how well it's working. I'm getting about six solid hours of sleep a night, and the last two nights, I have woke up at 4.30 in the morning, got up, done cardio before coming to do the show. Wow. And I'm only two days into that. I've been working out just about every night. Yeah. But I'm adding the morning cardio to the mix, and I've always said, there's no way I could get up any earlier than I do. There's no way. But if you want it bad enough, you figure out a way to do it. Yeah. And I really believe that the TRT has got me sleeping good enough. It's got me uh, more energized. And all that stuff. And again, th- these people are not a sponsor of the show, so I'm not giving them a, necessarily a shout out here. But if you want their information, I'll gladly send it to you privately. And uh, I just feel like anytime I discover something this life changing that I need to share it with folks. Absolutely. And uh, it's, it's, it's just as good for females, too. There's uh, different dosages for different folks. And you ain't going to wake up all muscular one day. I mean, but it can help you with energy, anxiety, depression. Uh, the whole nine yards. Now, do they have some kind of a like assessment or whatever that you come in and talk about what's yep. going on, and then they figure out what you need? Absolutely, they do a complete blood panel and uh, see what you need, and you may get TRT and you may get some estrogen. I mean, you may get a panel of different things. Yeah, so it's hormone uh, yeah. therapy basically. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it, it's it's really really good stuff here, and like I said, I can't say enough about it. But and I'm only a month in, and they say it could take six to eight weeks to start really seeing stuff. I can, so I'm excited. I can tell to, a difference already. Yeah. So, for what that's worth. Yeah, focus, just uh, way more. 
You know, I, I just, you just notice the little things. I wanted to notice it immediately, so I think there was a little <laughs> short term. I think there was a placebo effect, right? But now I'm legitimately seeing and feeling some difference. And I was one of the things I talk about is by the end of the day, I'm stressed to the max. Mm-hmm. My anxiety's wound up tight as a ball. Oh yeah, and um, I have not had that you know for the last week and week and a half or so. Yeah, you know that's awesome. Now the pre workout I take when I get home at night completely derails that entire train. <laughs> But it's temporary. <laughs> right. You know. Right. My friend called me last night. I was like, can I, can I just call you back when I, when I, after this pre-workout wears off? <laughs> I was like, because I'm very agitated right now. Yeah. I've got one that like, I mean, I, it's like I'm vibrating. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, yay. <laughs> like one of the little wind-up toys, you vibrate across the table. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's what it feels like. Yeah. No doubt. Well, look, in the last hour, we kind of ended that with... Uh, the sextortion stuff that's going on with kids nowadays here in Mississippi. And uh, the, the parent of the young girl that I was talking about actually texted in and thanked me for bringing that up. And I just, I just want to say that, you know, that's a 12-year-old girl. This is a 16-, 17-year-old boy. Yeah. Nobody's off limits. Uh, Therese made a good point that this stuff is not all happening overseas. I mean, right, no. they think this one in Starkville may have been from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. But uh, – Let's talk about the gang stuff and the aspect of that. So, yeah, what we have here, and, and whether you want to call them gangs or organized crime or whatever, and, and we're talking across the board, this is not any one race. This is, it's just, uh, they have several functions. They don't just knock over gas stations and stuff. Um, and one thing they will do is, you know, a lot of gangs, they, they have women that are, um, you know, either a part of the gang or auxiliary to the gang, somebody's girlfriend, but they end up, you know, in many cases, they own them. And um, they'll have situations like this, you know, where they will extort somebody who seems to have the money to um, to pay it. You know, it's it's across the board. We're having this locally as well as, um, you know, internationally. We always assume it's from Nigeria or somewhere like that. And in this case, like you said, it does appear to be. Um, but it's, it's a really interesting dynamic because we think of these organized crime groups if you say gang, people have a certain, like, straight out of Compton type idea. Mm-hmm. But you've also got, you know, you've got all different kinds of gangs all over this country of every race, nationality, creed, you know, that kind of thing. And they are all the what makes them a gang instead of a group or a club is that they are using criminal means to further the, the group. So this is one of the, the things that they do as well in many cases. Well, you know, and I'm guessing if it's an American-based gang, there could be some RICO uh, things yeah. involved and so if they can get them right you know one of the things we we had asked off the air um, is if other, aside from all the the rico type and the the bullying and intimidation and everything that goes along with this could there be enhanced charges based on the suicide did we ever get an answer on that so um hold on i'm looking at this um article too he said he doesn't know about the um, enhanced charges. And then he sent me a link to a case in in the Northeast somewhere where the girlfriend, you know, texted the boyfriend and they were fighting or something. The boyfriend says he's going to kill himself and she basically talked him into it. Yeah, I, I remember that one. Yeah. And then there was another case that I remember seeing on Dateline where the girlfriend actually like bullied him into it. Like her whole thing was you need to kill yourself. Like you need to kill yourself. Maybe, maybe that's the one I remember. Um, I, but I remember she got she caught some charges on that. Yeah, she did. That's I'm looking what the charges were in this other case that I have the link on. Um, a charge of involuntary manslaughter was yeah. in that case. 
so I could, that, that's kind of what I was thinking. But at the end of the day here, you know, as sad as this is, uh, they willingly gave them their their photos. Yeah. You know, and, and you got to know the risks that come with that. Well, then, the thing is, though, I mean, they're kids. Yeah, I get it. You know, and, and I can't even start to think how naive I was. I'm pretty naive as an adult. Well, I guess there's some child pornography things maybe for, you know, possessing. It would seem that the there could be. Yeah. That. Yeah, absolutely. I think that would definitely be a charge. Um, our guy said cyber stalking is also a possibility. Yeah. Um, so that said, there's there's plenty that can be done to these people if they can locate them. It gets hard when they're out of the country like that. Sure. I they mean, got, they, they may be able to figure out who, but actually getting to them is the hard part. Uh, yeah. I mean, find the Nigerian prince while you're over there. <laughs> Get me my six million dollars. <laughs> Still, I, I've sent them the 800. I'm waiting for right. my six million. Fair is fair. Right. Well, yeah, so I mean, just kind of ending the, the kind of the sextortion stuff and just hug your kids, man. Don't don't ever quit parenting. Yeah. And I think it does for me very much. And I don't have kids, so I'm thinking about my parents, but it does very much go back to the fact that I knew I could talk to my mom about anything. And I knew that my mom could talk to my dad about anything. <laughs> so, yes, I might end up getting in trouble once something was over. But if I needed my parents um, and that was something they did for me that I will never forget. And I think parents, sometimes it's easy to to get so bogged down and do this and don't do that, that we lose touch with the part that says, but I'm here to protect you. Indeed. Indeed. All right. We got a call coming in here. Let's take this call real quick. Hey, caller, you're on there. Hey, um, I'm, I'm listening to your show right now, and you're talking about um, children yeah, the sex extortion oh, stuff, blackmail, and that stuff, yes. <laughs> okay, this is actually how serious it is. Not only will they try to extort your child, they can get your phone number. They got mine. They got my husband's. Oh, wow. Yes, ma'am. They got mine and my husband's phone number. What did they say when they called you? Um, That my daughter was speaking to them. They know where we live. And at that time, we lived in Byram. Yeah. We moved. Immediately, I would think. <laughs> that's terrible. Well, we were already in the process of moving, oh, but good. yet we did move. Good. The boyfriend that she was seeing at the time, they got his phone number and started threatening him. Oh, so wow. there is nothing off balance. There's nothing. I mean, when they, the whole situation, and we called the police. Um, it was a huge, my daughter at the time was, I want to say 14. She was. So we've been where we are about two, yeah, we've been there two years. They will find your child. Yeah. Like the whole TikTok, the whole, my daughter is now 17. She's not allowed to be on any social nothing at all. And how old was she she when that happened? found her. That's and crazy. when I say they will find your child, <laughs> they won't. All, they they will find you as well. Yeah. Both of our phone numbers, both of our phone numbers, and I'm talking like back to back calling us. Yeah. You know, That's one incredible. of the main reasons I want to talk about that this morning is I want everybody to know that you know we we, we like to live in our little <laughs> bubble sometimes and think, well, that no. ain't gonna happen here. That ain't gonna happen no. to me. Uh-uh. They know. they will find you Absolutely. without a doubt, and Did they will they ever, find. Go ahead. It, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, did they ever figure out who the people were that were doing this? No, uh-uh. Oh, the only yeah. thing that we could do was file a report 
And then, of course, the police showed up, and they had a woman, um, thank God, come and talk to our daughter, who was also a police officer, and told her um, the, you know, the danger she put herself in. And truth be told, she put herself in it. Yeah. She she did. Um, I freaked the hell out, especially when they started calling us. And then, you know, they called from several different phone numbers. It wasn't just the same phone number. It was several. Like, they would call us and then hang up. And then we call that phone number back. And, of course, you know, I don't know if it was a burner phone. have no clue. Um, but then they would call us from a different I mean, Same voice, though. Same yeah. exact voice. That's insane. Were they, were they American yeah. or foreign? foreign? Foreign. They were foreign, yeah. All right. But, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's that. <laughs> yeah. No when, when, they're, when they're, and they're predators, obviously, and they want to... Um, because I went through it, uh, they don't only want to scare your child. They want to try to, you know, scare you. And and worst situation I've ever been. In. I mean, I was when they want your child, <laughs> they're going to come after them. Man, they're you. going to come after them. That is and a it's horror not, story. <laughs> yeah. It's not just oh, you know, social media. Uh, uh-uh. they will call you. And let you know what they're doing, ish. Thank you so much for sharing it, that it, with us this morning. It is a very, very, very serious situation. Absolutely. So when I, you know, called in, not called in, but when I tuned in, I was like, oh my god, you know, <laughs> great subject, by the way. Thank great you. Great subject. Absolutely. Great subject. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's that serious. Thank you so much for calling and telling Absolutely. us that. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, look, have, Absolutely. A, have a blessed day. Stay safe out there. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, you just never know, do you? Yeah. Well, look, I've got a, I've got a screenshot uh-huh. of a conversation with these folks. Oh, wow. From a local child. Yeah, and do you see parents. how absolutely, like, prolific this is? We mm-hmm. can talk about it, and we've got stuff coming in about people, like, right here that have gone through it. So here's a screenshot. I'm going to read this, and we've got to take a break, but... Um, this is to a 12-year-old girl from one of these scammers. This is a text message. and uh, Okay, this is the first few things are going to be from the 12-year-old girl. Okay. It says, uh, and I just want to stop. Please, I'm sorry for everything. I'm very sorry. Are you there? And they says, I'm thinking. Uh-huh. And she says, please, I want to stop so bad. I just had a bad day. Please delete the photo. Please, I'm really sorry. If I could give anything up. It would, if if I could give anything up, it would be my life. I'm very sorry. God. And that uh, I'm guessing at that point she went in and told her parents what was going on. But uh, yeah, that, that that's a close friend of mine's child right there here locally in Rankin County. So it can happen anywhere. Yeah. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back, reset the phone line six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. The guns and gear text line seven six nine two four one nineteen. 44, we'll be right back live in the Mack Hiker Flowwood Studios. This is The Clay Edwards Show with Therese Apel. When necessary, welcome back into The Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mack Hike of Flowwood Studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Guns and Gear, located right there on the highway. I love Guns and Gear. I know you do. <laughs> I do, too. Uh, I saw they got a new sign up that says, Home of No Lemon Ammo, out on top of the guns and gear sign. <laughs> so uh, 
goes without saying, they are the home of No Limit Ammo. That's right. Located right there at Yandale Road on 51 North in Gluckstadt. Man, look, you know, they've got all the great guns and gear out there. <laughs> and that's and the home of No Limit Ammo. <laughs> right. But they also are got you covered for all your gunsmithing, coating needs. Uh, if you had a gun that hadn't been shot in a while, bring it out there, let them go through it, clean it up, get, yep. it, get it ready to shoot for you, safety check, whatever you want to call it. And, uh, man, they got it all covered. And it's locally owned and locally operated. Mm-hmm. They support great independent media and content creators oh, like yeah. Therese and ourselves here at WYAB. And uh, you guys, you enjoy WYAB because you're listening to it. You enjoy Dark Horse Press because you're going to it. Support these sponsors that support us. That's right. I think it's so important to point out that, you know, this is a, a company that not only has great um, you know, great sales on occasion. You know, they have a great inventory. It's it's a good place to go if you need a gun or gun equipment. Absolutely. It's good if you need to have something done to your gun. But not only that, you have good people running it, good local people who have worked for every dollar they have ever earned. And um and they support other people just like them. And so that to me makes that a business that is one hundred percent worth um worth supporting because, you know, they're just like us, guys. Like this is a place that the people that own it are just like us. And that's what I love about it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when Jackson flooded most recently, Hunter chimed right in or jumped right in and said, Hey, I got this big truck. Yep. Big MRAP looking thing. <laughs> he sure and, did. Uh, he's like, you know, we gotta go do rescues, let's do it and man, that's little stuff like that goes a long way. That's uh that's stuff you're remembered by. Yeah. Well you know. and the thing is too, I mean, of course Hunter is a friend of mine and there are times that I'll post something online and he'll actually text me to give me encouragement, you know, when when things are rough or when somebody's being a jerk on, you know, some social media or whatever. These are good folks, really, really good people, and a great business to, to boot. So Yeah, so shop them online 24-7 at gunsandgearms.com, or better yet, just go in, see them in the studio. In the studio. <laughs> <laughs> in loca- on the location yes. at the gun store right there on 51 North. You can't miss them, man. If you're going north, they're on the right in that nice little shopping center right there. Yep. Right there. Uh, right. If you pass the, vol- the fire department, uh, you went too far. Yep, that's so it. Check them out. Hey, just got a little breaking news. Uh, Therese and I. Hit slightly hit this during the break, but uh, the Asbury University um, revival has officially ended after oh, wow. uh, 13 days and over 50,000 people flocking to the little Kentucky town. And uh, I bet that was a great stress on the town having that many people through there and whatnot. But uh, what an amazing thing to see! And that thing, uh, I was talking to one of the pastors from Crossgate, uh, David. Uh, Briggs this morning he was in the studio uh, with on Stevens show and I ran out to, ran into him out in the hallway and we were talking about it. I said you know it's been nice coming off all the crazy stuff at the Grammys and the Super Bowl and this that and the other and uh, just kind of what felt like an attack on our sensibilities mm-hmm. uh, with a lot of this kind of Satanist type stuff and this that and the other that for the pendulum to swing so hard back the other way and Americans to get caught back up in revival and flock into the churches and. Seven days a week, not just 24 hours a day, you know, not just on Sunday. Right. So uh, it's pretty cool when Definitely. people say, you know what, I'm going to sit up a plane online. I'm going to uh, <laughs> go do something. I'm going to get up and go to church. Yeah. Which yeah. I mean, you know, and I, I'm just a complaint online. I'm looking in the mirror as I say this. <laughs> but I'm the one that goes to church. <laughs> it's nice. Uh, man, I love church when I go. I really do. Yeah. I just... I have a great church, and what I love about it is, like, you walk through the door, and it's like, this is, there are people who are going to roll their eyes when I say this, but it is very real. You walk through the door, and the love hits you in the face. 
Like it's all different kinds of people, all different colors, socioeconomic groups, whatever. And it's like there's so much love in that room. And what I always say is it's probably what heaven looks like, you know. Well, it's definitely people that you're going to see there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> definitely people you're going to see there. Uh, let's see here. Therese, last week, I mean, I got a bunch of random stuff on my list here. But last week you missed the show because you were covering a big um, press conference down yes. in Jackson. I hate yeah. that I missed the Valentine's Day show. <laughs> or as I was calling it, the Taco Tuesday show. The Taco Tuesday <laughs> show. Yeah, I don't even remember what we talked. Oh, I think I, I went over that list of the uh, thirty-two things men need to quit doing. Or yeah, I went over something. I can't even remember what it was. It may not even done nothing related to that. But right. <laughs> uh, tell, you want what was that bust about? It was a big one, right? Sure, it's a federal um, a federal operation, and it's one that kind of came down from the very top. So it was in ten different uh, cities around the country. Uh, Jackson was the smallest one um, of those, but, you know, it was like Puerto Rico and Detroit and, you know, several places where they where there's a lot of violent crime. Well, we, we, we can keep up with the Joneses when it comes to criminals. Oh, yeah. I mean, so. yeah. And that's so what you had was um, several federal agencies, some state agencies, and then the mayor and police chief of Jackson that lined up in front of everybody to tell us about it. And, um, you know, it was it was. This is something that you see from the feds on occasion um, where things are getting too crazy. And if the feds come in with an operation, and sometimes it's requested, sometimes it's a federal thing. um, But if they can be involved in an operation in Jackson, then the arrests made under that operation are federal. And what that does is circumvent all this nonsense with the the judicial judicial system that's so hard to say (laughs) but yeah so it 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 circumvents all that and it gets them in the federal system which means they're going to serve day for day instead of like oops how did that guy who's now accused of killing an old lady in front of a gas station how is he out because he was just arrested six months ago for murder you know it it cuts all that out of the middle and actually keeps them in prison for you know the amount of time that they're given for whatever their crime is you know, I, was, I saw just the other day um, that is that the one where they had arrested the folks for the teens for capital murder? I honestly I didn't cover that story myself, so I'm not sure. Let me see. I think I got probably it right if I had to guess if it was in Jackson. I think this is it right here. Um, had to expand my screen. Yeah, so let's see. This is a part of the catch and release program, of course. This, uh, this is on Kingfish's site. Uh, Jamari Thompson, DeAndre Brown, and Jalen. Tillis were arrested for capital murder, aggravated assault, armed robbery of an individual, and several carjackings. Thompson, Brown, and Tillis were arrested on the 3600 block of you know, Wabash Street in Jackson. But the uh, the catch is uh, Tillis was part of Jackson's uh, catch and release program. JPD had arrested Tillis on May in May of 2020 for armed carjacking. Um, but, of course, he's out. So this looks like he is a Jackson Municipal Court judge blessed Tillis or Willis with a $25,000 bond. He was all of 17 years old at the time of the arrest. Mm. And, uh, well, shoot, there's more, multiple in it. Willis, Tillis, anyway. Yeah. And just to your point about the, uh, the, the Jackson, Hines County criminal justice system. And I, I said it all. I said it um, in my intro or my first segment before you got here, and I said the same thing to you when you told, told me what you were doing. Mm-hmm. I said, "Well, this is all great. I mean, I'm, I'm all for getting criminals off the street until they perp walk chalkway, chalkway, perp walk chalkway." I'm just like, meh, meh. Yeah, um, I 
I hesitate to say things like that because we don't know that he's done anything wrong. I know. But, Allegedly. Yeah. But that said, um, I, I think that it's clearly the crime problem in Jackson does start at the top. I mean, and I don't mean like that anybody at the top is is involved necessarily, but I do mean that the lax way that we deal with crime in Jackson, it goes up to the judges, it goes up to the mayor, Absolutely. it goes up to, you know, the it, it goes up to the people who should be working to fix it. And they'll get up there and they'll say things, you know, um, the mayor made a, a moving speech about how we've got to stop crime in Jackson. Well, why has it gotten 100 percent worse since you got there? You know, like what what is going on that that you're talking out this side of your mouth and nothing's happening? I believe that when you're this bad at your job and this many people have died on your watch because of your policies, I believe you should be held criminally liable. I mean, because it's it's that bad. It just I don't know any other way. There has to be some consequences and repercussions for being this bad at your job. I need for everyone to understand this, because, I mean, as you know, I'm objective on pretty much most things, but I have covered homicide in Jackson since 2010. And um, when it is somebody who has been put back out on the street because they know the right person, whether it's something like Greta Bully, whether it's, you know, one of these guys that got a $10,000 bond on a murder charge or whatever like that, um, to the judges that do that, to the people that enable it, um, to that system, the blood of every murder victim that comes after that point is on you. And I don't know how you sleep doing that. They just they blame it on COVID. <laughs> they, they, they do. He said it's because of COVID. Interpersonal relationships. Well, yeah, I, I do agree with the interpersonal relationships because those interpersonal relationships are the ones that are getting, making this stuff get brushed under the rug, mm-hmm. lax charges, lax sentences, and low bonds. Right. You know, low bonds ain't because of covid mm-hmm. catch and release ain't because of covid it's right. because it's because of a flawed uh morally corrupt criminal justice system yeah well and the thing is i mean if it happens here or if it happens somewhere else and it, it the thing is we see it all over the place it used to be the good old boy system you know it's 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 still the good old boy system and it's different iterations and that's a, a different boy well i mean it's just in charge it's just the whole thing is, I get so frustrated, Clay. <laughs> anyway, I've been doing crime or writing crime. I haven't done crime. <laughs> I've been writing crime too long to have just a, a quick opinion on this. So, Well, it, it's just tough. And I've lived in Jackson too long. And that's why I finally had to go. It's just, it just gets to a point where they clearly are found a way to profit off of this. Mm-hmm. And anytime you question it, racism. You know, it's like, well, no, man, I'm allowed to question what's going on here. Right. And it not be racism. I mean, what's going on here is systemically bad. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing is, if all the the people that are dying, you know, and I said this on this show, actually, before, you know, you've got black and white paramedics, black and white cops. You've got, you know, the people that are working to save these lives are all colors. And the murder victims are not all black. And the killers are not all black. And so, you know, on the one hand, people want to make it like it's racist to talk about this, but there are lives being lost. You know, to me, it's about no matter what the character of that person was, that's somebody's baby. You know, that's somebody's husband. That's somebody's dad. That's somebody's mom. You know, and and in the end, I, I think that for the 
people in leadership to be so just lackadaisical with these lives that we're losing at an exponential rate. And that's not even to talk about the shootings that um, the people live because we have a much better emergency medical system than we used to. So you look at the numbers in the 90s and we had, oh, you know, oh, gosh, what, 93 people that died one year. And that was before we had a lot of the technology we have in emergency medical situations in the ERs and in the ambulances and things like that. Um, and so that was probably a true number of people who were going to die. Now we can save these lives a lot better. And so the question becomes like, it's, it's not just worse, it's exponentially worse. Yep. And again, they just do not seem to care. And they're, they're not doing any, they say the right words here and there, mm-hmm. but their actions, it's a true case of action speaking louder than words. Right. And then we run off our cops and we put them in jail. Exactly. Exactly. All right, let's take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edwards Show, joined by Therese April at DarkHorsePressNow.com. Come back and uh, see what else is going on out here in the world today. Absolutely. Live on the Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios, and uh, as I told you guys yesterday, man, we got a new partner here on the show. Our friends over at Gracie South Jiu Jitsu and Kickboxing, they got their home base location out there in Madison on Ridgecrest Ridgecrest Drive, as well as on in Fairmont Plaza in Pearl. Man, look, here's some of the stuff they offer: adult Jiu Jitsu under the hoist. Gracie yeah. Black Belt uh, Holder Chance Shepherd, and I called it Royce Gracie yesterday. It's Hoist, Hoist Gracie. Gracie, yeah. And I knew better too. And uh, <laughs> they also have uh, fitness kickboxing, which is a great non-monotonous workout, mm-hmm. as well as kids jujitsu. It'll help them with confidence, mental focus, and a little bully prevention. Yep. Also, Therese, they got women's only self defense with a female instructor. So no men, no intimidation environment. Right. So I'm a martial artist, and um, I did Shotokan, but at one point we got into some jiu-jitsu, and I took, I took Brazilian jiu-jitsu for a little while and, of course, learned – well, I didn't learn all about Hoist Gracie, but, of course, I knew who he was and what his whole thing was. And this is probably 15 years ago. Um, it is so, so good for everything about you. Um, to get involved in a, a martial art. And it's not just about like, oh, I got to be able to protect myself. Yes, that's part of it. But it's also discipline and it's mental discipline, which is something that nobody has anymore. You know, it's it's a situation where you learn to be uncomfortable and you know how to control yourself when that discomfort comes, whatever it is. Um, it helps with meditating. It helps with, I mean, I can't say enough about what martial arts have done for my life. And so even though they're not one of my advertisers, I'm going to throw it out there that you you need to get your kids involved in some kind of martial arts. And this is a great way to do it because Hoist Gracie, you know, he, he started this whole thing for them and it's he's amazing. Yeah. Hey, look, and the great thing is the first week's free. Yep. Go do so it. Just so try it out. Give it a try. Look, you can check out the website at GracieSouth.com. That is the Ridgeland, I mean, the Madison location. And then they have Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu pearl.com mm-hmm. for the pearl location so uh if you don't know how to spell jujitsu like i didn't uh just hit up <laughs> j-i-u the gra- j-i-u <laughs> hit up the uh, gracysouth.com or just hit me up i'll send you any information that i have i got all of it here uh clay at wyeb and uh again 
We uh, really do appreciate Chance and the team over at Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing coming on board the show here. Really looking forward to seeing how this all plays out. And uh, going by there myself and taking advantage of the uh, the, the free, free week. week. Yeah. You're going to love it. I know I will. I've been uh, been procrastinating for years. Yeah. And uh, now that I have this sudden found uh, uh, energy or fountain of youth, I'm going to take advantage of it. Sure. Absolutely. So we'll be seeing me at Gracie South, which means if y'all come up on me, you're going to F around, you're going to find out. Not for a while. Not for a while. You got to learn the hard stuff I have first. Other, <laughs> I, I have other techniques. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have other current current techniques or uh things we'll say all right Therese. uh let's see here um you have the notebook out i do have the notebook out (laughs) we got a couple minutes here sure you know what let's have some fun okay with with the end of the show here i had tacos for valentine's since it was taco tuesday absolutely i did too and i was like wow this was best valentine's ever look i went to azteca and brandon and i don't mean to like you know, break any shout out rules, but that place has the best Mexican food in the metro area. And everybody talks about it. Um, and it's right down there in the bottom, down by yeah. Corbett's Tire. Yeah. Everybody talks about it. I went to um, the one there next to Focus Fit. Yeah. El Sombrero, maybe. I don't know the names of them all. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, I think that's El Sombrero. El Sombrero. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it was really, actually, I got fajitas, but we'll call them tacos for the sake of. I mean, they're basically tacos. Yeah. I mean, it goes into, <laughs> it goes into a soft shell. Right. That they were good, and hey, it's it's all about the company sometimes too. So one hundred percent, yeah. Th- there's always that. I'm just looking at any breaking news here on my phone. Let's do this. Let's round the show down with some text messages, guys. I do have a third hour today, but it's not necessarily the Clay Edwards show. We have got a uh, new show called No Grow Your No, and it's being uh, brought to you by Kelly's Greens. It's going to be all about the medical marijuana industry. Yep, and it's going to be the third hour every Tuesday. And uh, that will be starting here at the top of the hour. So stay tuned for that. Let's see here. Uh, text on the Guns and Gear text line says, uh, enjoy the conversation yesterday. Enter wrong number on your card and sent wrong person the text yesterday. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, this is my fellow that stopped by yesterday. Good stuff there. Yeah, appreciate you stopping by. Guns and Gear text line. You guys have been on it this morning. Let's run through a few. Roger says, going back to the folks in Jackson. Says they sleep because they have no conscience, no morals, and frankly, no care because they help the criminals out so they know they will all be left alone. Eventually, they will come for each other. Yeah, they will. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. That does happen. And an unknown texture here says the more, the more and more fourteen and fifteen year olds that get into the system, that's one less person they have to pay Social Security to when they get older. Hmm. When you're in the system, you don't get Social Security? I didn't know that. Or maybe if you stay in jail long enough. Yeah. But they got to pay to keep them there, so they're still paying. Uh, Reagan can says, uh, this job is too big for Chakwe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's well, an understatement. Especially with the deterioration, you've got to have somebody in there that can actually make some headway. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, Ready Teddy says, uh, protesting a protest is the... Uh, Protesting a protest is the same as trying to put fire out with gasoline. Yep. Yep. I agree. And we may get to see that. And to be honest, that's why I don't cover a lot of protests. Like, I, you know, that's a, a freedom of speech. It doesn't matter what you're protesting. I'm, I'm not really interested to make that a news story unless something goes down, you know. Yep. No doubt about it. All right. Let's take our last break. Come back, land the plane for the day, and uh, get ready for hour number three with Kelly's Greens for Know Your Grow. I'm uh, 
Come back, wind it down with Therese real quick. Absolutely. Right here in the Mack Hike of Floodwood Studios, this is the Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, let's land the plane here with Therese. Sure. With Dark Horse Press. Therese, without naming any names, I want to bring a little conversation that we were just having. Okay. To air. Um, a lot of times as business owners, mm-hmm. um, we see things like billboards and this, that, and the other, and we think, man, I really need a billboard. Yeah. And, uh, but that, you know what I've learned after having a billboard is that it's just to satisfy my ego. Oh, yeah. And I'm not knocking billboard companies or nothing like that. Everybody's marketing needs are different. But I'm going to tell you what kind of marketing works better than anything. Uh, Dark Horse Press and WYAB. Yeah. And, and stuff is, like independent stuff platforms. Stuff like that. Sure. You know, where we actually get to talk to you and explain the message of the marketing. So mm-hmm. uh, you business owners, really, really consider where you invest your money because i know billboards can cost three four thousand dollars a month if you spent that kind of money with an independent like dark horse press or wyb i can assure you you're going to see some roi right i mean you're spending five thousand dollars a month to you know do something with you know one of these big universities and their football program or whatever it's not going to bring you much back but you do it with us we're your personal influencers like how many people have said to some of my advertisers well i saw it on dark horse press or i heard it with Therese and clay or that kind of thing yeah you know, you just you're, you're you can't call up Mississippi State or Ole Miss and say, "Hey, I've got a special today. Can you run this for me real quick on your Twitter or your Facebook?" Right, right. But you can't us. Right. You know that that's what we do. Like one of my gun stores, or well, not my one of, but Guns of Gear said, "Hey, I got a special. I need to dump a bunch of this ammo. Can you share this for me to your twenty something thousand followers?" Absolutely. Right. You know, can you talk about this on the radio show this morning? Absolutely. Yeah, you, you it's that personal your, influence thing. Yeah, you can change your marketing on a dime. When you work with folks like us. So. And you're supporting local business and honest journalism. Absolutely. So keep that in mind. Therese, thank you. Hopefully I'll see you next week. See you next and, uh, week. Stay tuned. Got a whole other hour to go here on the Clay Edwards Show on 103.9. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.